my topic tonight is on faith. And I think uh, I chose that because um, we are in a time where our faith will be tested. Okay. And um, so, my, the title I've chosen is Faith Matters. Are you on that one, Susan? Yes, it just takes a second. Faith Matters. And um, if we go to the next slide, James 1. He reads, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. He goes on in verse 9, Believers in humble circumstances, and I tell you, we are very much in humble circumstances now, ought to take pride in their high position. He goes on, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. And I think the point I keep jumping out here is faith is something precious. He says, consider it pure joy um, when you face trials. But faith is tested through trials. And this precious thing we do have um, are tested in humble circumstances, in trials. But when the test is, uh, when we get through, he said we receive the crown of life. Therefore, we should be enjoy. We'll, 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 we'll take pride in a high position, the Bible says. The next slide, please. It says, uh, do for a little while, you may have to suffer grief and all kinds. This have come so that your faith may be proved genuine. That the proven genuineness of your faith, which is greater worth than gold. Our faith is greater worth than gold. Though gold perishes. Okay. And, um, but we, the faith will have for result in praise, glory, and honor. Just think about it for a moment. So what we have, faith, is important. And tonight, I really want us to think about what we have, the faith we have. Okay. We shouldn't take it for granted. I just want us to reflect on three points on faith. And uh, next slide, please. <coughs> so look at three things. How do we get faith, grow faith, or give faith? Two, why is faith so important? And number three, what does faith look like in action? And we'll begin from uh, how do we get faith? The scriptures are very straightforward. Romans ten seventeen. Faith comes from hearing the message. Uh, Hebrews 4 tells us these people had things, but they did not combine it with faith. Therefore, they perished. Luke 5, um, it, it talks about um, uh, Peter. When Jesus called him, he said, Before, because you say so. Because you say so. And faith comes in various ways, but the bottom line is it comes from God's word. It comes when we hear God's word and we step up, step out in obedience. Okay. And it is so important at this time that um, we go into God's word. Again, I was convicted with it by a sister who shared because the reason it convicted me on two fronts. The sister was walking in a park and um, saw a gentleman. I thought, oh, that gentleman is carrying a Bible. And um, walked to the gentleman and spoke to him. Well, I said, wow, that's challenging. Uh, 
I wouldn't talk to anybody at this point unless we're two meters apart. So anyway, she did. But this gentleman was holding the Bible saying, wow, there's a lockdown. I've always wanted to read a, read the Bible. So I'm going to use this time to read the Bible beginning from Genesis and see if I can finish before the lockdown is over. Wow. Here is somebody trying to have faith and know God's word. And I think what we have now as Christians, this lockdown shouldn't be seen as negative. We can read so much of God's word. We can know so much of God's word. We can get close to God. But we need to, faith comes from hearing the message. And so that's the first thing we need to do. How do we grow our faith? Um, Peter texts, um, he said, we make every effort to add. We make every effort to add to our faith. Okay, that is important that we do that. Um, we make every effort to add to our faith. Luke 18, um, the woman, the persistent widow, is just high expectation. Okay, it's like, I think in the scripture, Jesus said, listen to what the unjust, unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen one who cry out to him day and night? Okay, because this woman, the persistent widow, this woman was so persistent. Her faith grew because she had high expectation of what God can do. Okay, so we need to grow in our faith. Joshua, in Joshua 10, during the war, I mean, what did he do? He asked God to stop the sun and stop the moon. The scripture says, no man has ever asked that. <laughs> and um, so, faith, we are going to ask things right now that will be daring. But that is faith. Okay. We are going to pray for Tim, a daring prayer. And that is faith. We are going to say things to God that will be scared of asking normally. But that is faith. Okay. So, we need to grow in our faith. We need to grow in our expectation of what God can do. I believe Joshua had that expectation because he thought, wow, God, if you parted the Red Sea, I bet you can stop the moon. You can stop the sun. Okay. He had expectation. He had high view of God. That is how we grow in our knowledge. The more, the more we know God, the more we can trust him through his word. The more we know his word, the more we have faith. So we need to grow in our faith. And we need to give faith. How do we pass our faith on? Um, first, we need to share what God is doing in our life. The good news hearing we just did built my faith. I heard what God can do through your lives and what he's, he continues to do. Okay, so to give faith we must take note of God's word and share the good news, what God is doing in our lives. The thing we need to, other thing we need to do to give faith. Paul was talking. He said, "There's only thing, only one thing that counts. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love." Galatians five sixteen. Again, this, if we're going to pass on our faith, the love we show people will make all the difference. Okay. The love we show people will make all the difference. So, through our love, we are going to have faith. Authentic life, being real and open with our struggles. Sometimes we think Christians should be perfect with no issues. No. The world needs to understand we go through challenges in our own lives. I mean, Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane, 
just was so vulnerable with the disciples. Okay. I'm overwhelmed to the point of death. That's what he said. Wow. That's being vulnerable. Authentic life. How we feel. What we're going through. The arguments we had. We talk about it. And um, authentic life definitely shares faith. I, I, I always um, I shared this story before where when I was working for Samaritans, we just finished Christmas. We, our first day at work after Christmas, I was in the kitchen make, making a cup of tea. The head, one of the head of um, departments came and we we're talking. He said, oh, how was your Christmas? I said, oh, I had very good Christmas. He just this morning I had an argument with my wife. That, that was me sharing with him. And I'm thinking, why did I confess my sins to the non-Christian anyway? But it did. I just shared my life with him. And he said, oh, it's interesting you should say that throughout Christmas, my wife and I didn't talk to each other. So I said to him, okay, take your phone. I'm going to take my phone. We are going to sync. We are going to both text our wives to say we are sorry for the argument. So I, te- I wrote to Jackie, I'm sorry for the, for the argument. I said, you write to your wife and then we sync. And I said, press go, send. And we all sent. And I'm not kidding you. Within 10 seconds, this guy's wife phoned. And they were cry- he was crying in the kitchen. People came and said, what did you do to Andre? I said, I didn't do anything. My point is, I shared the argument I've had with my wife. was so impacted on his life. And hopefully saved his marriage. Because throughout Christmas, they've not been talking. And so when we're authentic with our life, the struggles we go through, you know what? People learn from us. And as Mwamba referred to, we're going to be with each other in the same in the same living room for the next how many weeks. Guess what? There will be a bit of friction. Let's be humble. I apologize, but let's be open about it as well. Okay. That's how we share our faith, the authentic life, confessing our struggles, sharing our struggles with people. Next slide, please. Why is faith so important? That's the next one. It is important. It's the only key to pleasing God, Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if we're going to cry to God at this moment for him to do anything, only by faith. Hebrews 4. It is the only way we enter God's rest. Okay. He said, therefore, since the promise of entering the rest will stand, let us be careful that none of you to be found to have fallen short of it. Okay. It is the only way we enter God's rest. He said, for we also have had a good news proclaimed to us, just as they did, but the message they had was of no value to them because they did not combine it with faith. Without faith, we are not going to enter God's rest. It is a key for us entering God's rest. Three, it's a key to effective and productive life in Christian life. Two, Peter, you know the scriptures, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. It goes on verse 8. If you possess these qualities in increasing measures, if you possess faith in increasing measures, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we need faith to be able to live effective and productive life in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 6.16 talks about the 
the battle, put on the armor, the shield. He said the key to fighting our spiritual war is by faith. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Guys, we're in a spiritual battle. The war for our souls is ongoing. Our enemy is relentless. It is Satan, but our faith will extinguish every arrow. And I tell you, we are entering a period of uncertainty, of anxiety, of fear. A lot of people are losing their job. The government said they will give 80%. People don't even know how to claim that right now. People renting. There are so many issues. We need faith to be able to stand righteously because Satan at this point is going to make some people very weak. Okay, The weak will be snuffed out and the strong will be made weak spiritually. And we need to watch out for that. We need faith for the battle. So faith is important. Final point. What would faith look like? What would faith look like in action? Faith in action will be one that does not easily give up. We we'll call it the persevering faith. I mean, you know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel 3. Wow. They are being sent into the burning furnace. And they wouldn't give up. They wouldn't give up. That is persevering faith. Hebrews talk about, remember those earlier days after you had received the light. When you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. Other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourself had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Hebrews 10. Wow. We persevere to the end. COVID-19 is not going to stop us from serving the Lord. Okay. And even if we were to die, brothers and sisters, we're going to a good place. But God needs us here for good work. So I don't think he's going to take us yet. But even if we came to that point, Christians should not have fear. So persevere in faith. We need to persevere again. We'll be facing challenges at this point. Joblessness, illness, hunger, so many things. Anxiety, we need to persevere to the end. Okay. Uh, the faith in action also sees beyond the obstacles. Now, what we see is COVID-19. We see lockdown. We see so many things. We can think of problems. Faith sees beyond the obstacles. And indeed, the scriptures I put there is Second Kings chapter 6, where... Um, Elisha and the servant, Elijah and his servant, okay, and their army surrounding them. And um, Elijah pray that God will open his servant's eyes. And the eyes were open and he sees the chariots of fire. Wow. Legion of army about to attack us and actually what he sees is chariots of fire about to attack those army when we see obstacles what do we see do we see beyond those obstacles that God is with us okay 
Mark chapter 2, those friends carried the man through the roof. There was an obstacle, but they had to get through that obstacle. So guys, we're going to face many obstacles at this point. In fact, one is we cannot meet face to face. That's why we're doing this, but we shall see beyond that obstacle. This time will be a time where we get bonded even more, I believe, with all my heart. We're going to get to know each other better. We're going to accept each other better. We're going to overlook trivial matters and come together. It is so important. The other bit I see about faith, it was some... Um, it is audacious and courageous, what we call conquering faith. I mean, Abraham, the Bible says, against all hope. Against all hope. Abraham believes, and so became the father of many nations. I mean, how old was Abraham when he was told, you are going to have a baby, and Sarah is going to have a baby? He said, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Okay, this man was completely dead, impotent, since he was about 100 years old. And Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet they did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise, but strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Wow. That is audacious faith. Joshua, I shared already, he's in battle. He's in battle. And what does he do? Verse 13 says, So that he said to God, <laughs> I mean, on the day of the Lord, in the presence of Israel, Joshua stands and says, Sun, stand still over Gibeon, and moon, stand still over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped. So the nation avenged itself on its enemies. That is courageous. That is audacious. It's like, Wow. Get out in the morning and say to the sun, when it shines tomorrow, stop. <laughs> stop shining. People think you're mad. They will put you in the mental home. But Joshua had the audacity to be able to say, stand still. For the sun and the moon. Because he believed that God who parted the sea could do the same thing. That is audacious. Ah. Uh, David courageously ran into battle against Goliath. Wow. And everybody was saying, what's wrong with this young boy? But he had faith. Peter walked on water because he had faith in Christ. So brothers and sisters, we need to think. This, we're entering a time where we need to think about our faith. We need to think about our faith. It is the most precious thing given to us. How do we get it? If we are losing it right now, you can reclaim it back. Just go back to God's word and see who God is and what he can do. Out of nothing, he spoke the universe into existence. Okay, out of nothing, he spoke the universe into existence. He's unbending. He's solid. He's unchanging. The world is changing. God has never changed. It's from beginning to end. That's what we need to remember. Look at all the miracles and the amazing things he's done. Hezekiah was dying. He, he prayed to God, save me. And he gave him many years extra. That is the God we serve. But we need God's word to have that faith. Okay. 
we need God's word to have that faith. So, reminding ourselves of what we've looked at. How do we get faith? How do we grow our faith? How do we give faith to others? We hear the word. We grow our faith by having high expectations, living by the standard, imitating the faith of others. Okay, go through the scriptures and look at the faith of men and women. Wow. For such a time as this. Is it not Esther? For such a time as this. Look at the faith of Esther and how she lived. We need to give faith by proclaiming the message by our life of love and authenticity, sharing our struggles. Faith is important because it's pleasing to God. Without faith, we cannot please God. Faith is important because it's the only key to enter God's rest. Faith is important because it's the only key to effective and productive life in Christ. Faith is important because that is how we fight our spiritual battles. Okay. And what should it look like? It should be persevering. Guys, we need to persevere through these times. It should be breakthrough. We should see beyond the obstacles. And finally, we should be courageous and audacious, believing God is going to do amazing things for us. So, faith matters.